The madness of March has come to an end. Welcome into Y'all Talk with a Southern Accent. I am John Rawl, and one of our teams from the South is jubilant. They have won the college basketball national championship while the other team is licking their wounds here on this Tuesday. Coming up in hour two, we'll rewind last night's big game between Texas Tech and Virginia. And we'll also have Texas Tech alum Matt Hearmans join us in hour two. And he is the barrister of Bodacious Barbecue. And he'll be filing his very delicious report on all things Q. We'll talk some sauces. We'll also discuss a show that I recently discovered on television that involved an NBA star going in and helping renovate the home of his high school basketball coach. And part of that renovation included fixing up his barbecue grill. So we'll talk to Matt about all that in hour two. Plus, we'll have that sports lanyard like we told you where we'll look back at last night's game. And what else is going on in college sports and other sports going on across the Southland? That in hour two. Now here in hour one today. Oh, we have a special guest coming up at the bottom of the hour. You do not want to miss Antoine Seawright, Democratic strategist, will be coming on, and he'll be on to talk about what's going on in 2020 with the presidential contenders making their way to his native state, South Carolina. And I discovered Antoine on CBSN, that is the streaming service of CBS News, and he is a frequent contributor on CBSN, and he's just so funny, but so insightful with his knowledge of all things politics, especially when it comes to the Palmetto State, but also the entire Southeast. Antoine Seawright will be on in our Y'all Political Report later this hour. You don't want to miss it. If you want to connect to us here on the All Southern Program, our number is 803-816-1170. You can text that number. You can call that number. We want to hear from you here on Y'all Talk with a Southern Accent with John Rawl. And you also can visit our new improved website. It's y'all.com. We've got some awesome tourism-related stories up right now. We also link each day the Y'all Show on y'all.com plus we encourage you to go to facebook and like our y'all.com facebook page you can get all the stories there and you can get links to our show when they get blasted out each and every day it's y'all.com and y'all.com on facebook we appreciate the follows and likes and everything else out there on y'all well hope your day is going great so far let's start with the headlines from across the southeast and we had some strong winds come across some of the south on sunday slash monday morning early and in gunnersville alabama a storm there it knocked down power lines and caused scattered damage in gunnersville's retail district now this is north alabama about 30 miles southeast of huntsville and a Walmart store in Gunnersville was damaged, and high winds left trees tilted sideways, and utility lines dropped toward the ground, and buildings in Blunt County, Alabama, also damaged during this storm early on Monday. So I know it worked its way across Georgia into the Carolinas. We hope everything went as well as it could, but yeah, we did have damage in some of our south. I know Texas also got hit Sunday by this same front as it moved across the southland but to my knowledge no massive tornadoes or any kind of deaths as a result of this at least we don't have anything to report today and that's always good news well there was a tornado within the white house figuratively 
on Sunday as the president asked for the resignation of Homeland Security Secretary Kirsten Nelson, and she resigned in her position there that she's had for a couple of years now with President Trump, and the president has tapped uh, interim Kevin McElhinney to be the new interim Customs and Border Protection Commissioner. Now, the reason we're bringing this up here on the Y'all Show is because Kirsten Nielsen is a native of Florida. She grew up in the Clearwater area and then went on to attend college at the UVA's law school. So go who's for her sake. But she's now 46 years old and out of a job as she was fired. You could say President Trump kind of got famous 10, 15 years ago on the apprentice saying you're fired and essentially now she's gone because what most people are reporting the differences that nielsen had with president trump on the border primarily we'll find out what happens with that position and also what happens to nielsen going forward a lot of people say that she was in a no-win position there in the white house and her role as the secretary of homeland security but this floridian maybe heading back to the sunshine state and I'm sure she'll do well. We wish her the best, and of course, for her service to the country. But she also really upset a lot of liberals and Democrats in her time. And she actually likened the immigration situation to a hurricane, Cat 5 hurricane, a while back. Y'all might remember that comment. But now she's out of the White House, Kirsten Nielsen, and perhaps back to Florida. Well, back to Hope, Arkansas. That's where President Bill Clinton went. As he was there over the weekend, the former president spoke at the meeting of the Hope Hempstead County Chamber of Commerce, and more than 1,200 people purchased tickets for this annual meeting. Officials said the banquet portion of the evening sold out within hours after it was announced that the former Hope, Arkansas resident and the nation's, what was he, 42nd president, Bill Clinton, came and spoke at this big event. One of the members of the chamber of commerce said it's been a buzz and a lot of excitement and bill clinton's keynote presentation took the form of a conversation with longtime friends from hope mac mcclarty and joe purvis and so that looked like a good time there in hope arkansas where bill clinton the 42nd president came this past weekend and spoke to his home folks you could say and do you know who else is from hope arkansas that would be Mike Huckabee, who wanted to be president, but his daughter is currently in the White House, but not as president. But yes, yeah, some famous people from Hope, Arkansas, there in the southwest corner of the natural state. Delta is among the top airlines in the country, according to a new ranking. And Delta comes in first in this long-running study that ranks airlines by how often flights arrive on time and other statistical measures. And the researchers who crunch the numbers also say that as a whole, U.S. airlines are getting better at handling baggage and overcrowded flights are getting fewer complaints. This research done by Florida's Embry-Riddle Aeronautical University, along with Wichita State University, and this is the 29th year that they've been doing this survey, and these results were announced on Monday. So Delta out of Atlanta coming in number one. By the way, what was the number two airline? According to this research, JetBlue Airways ranked second, and Southwest Airlines came in third. And last year's winner was Alaska Airlines. So that's good news for some of you who fly often, that Delta and Southwest, even JetBlue coming in. I know they've got a presence in the region as well. 
doing well, at least from a various factor standpoint in the statistical measures done by Embry-Riddle University. More headlines, this from the state of Florida and Confederate craziness continues as in Lakeland, Florida, they have taken down a Confederate monument that's been at Munn Park for more than a century and hecklers were on site heckling the workers who were making preparations to move the site and the move comes after heated debate a group called save southern heritage hoped that a judge would block the city of lakeland from moving this monument the judge dismissed the group's lawsuit again it's been there in the veterans park behind the well no it's been in munn park it's being moved to veterans park behind the rp funding center and I don't know where that is in Lakeland, Florida. This this is just east of Tampa. But another Confederate monument sent packing for absolutely no reason whatsoever. Speaking of our soldiers, dozens of 101st Airborne soldiers from Fort Campbell, Kentucky and Clarksville, Tennessee, they're going to be deploying to a place that you don't often hear of our troops going to. They're going to Ukraine for a nine-month tour. Fort Campbell said that more than 150 soldiers assigned to the 2nd Brigade Combat Team strike will advise the Ukrainian Armed Forces with development of a combat training center. The soldiers will replace Tennessee National Guard's 278th Armored Cavalry Regiment, which arrived in Ukraine last summer, and development of the training center has been continuing since 2015. Ukraine is expected to assume full training responsibilities sometime next year, so Uh, The soldiers, 150 of them from Fort Campbell, heading off to Ukraine. And as long as tensions are somewhat subsided between Ukraine and Russia, that might not be too bad of an assignment there in Ukraine. I could think of worse places to be. But, yeah, kind of a a very strange area with the whole Russian and Ukraine and, and the dispute there over land and such definitely a, a not not the safest place but we could think of like we said far worse places to be for our 150 airborne soldiers heading to ukraine we have more headlines coming up after the break plus again at the bottom of the hour antoine Seawright will be coming on and he's a democratic strategist does a great job talking about the presidential contenders for 2020 specifically coming to south carolina that is all coming up this hour on y'all Credit products are made by WebBank. Rates and terms vary based on credit history. Amazon is not a sponsor of this promotion. Other restrictions apply. See website for details. How did I get into credit card debt? A trip to the emergency room. Car repairs. (sighs) Moving expenses. There's a million ways to get into credit card debt, but one sure way to start getting out. Avant. Avant offers access to online unsecured loans from $2,000 to $35,000 at competitive rates and no extra charges for paying back early. Over 500,000 customers have experienced the convenience of a loan through Avant. No wonder Avant has an A-plus rating from the Better Business Bureau. The application takes minutes, and if approved by 4.30 p.m. Central Time, Monday through Friday, funds are deposited as soon as the next business day. And now Avant will also give you a $50 Amazon.com gift card after your first payment is made on time. To check your loan options and to get this special radio offer, go to Avant.com today and enter promo code 6565 when applying. That's A-V-A-N-T.com, promo code 6565. Avant.com, code 6565. And caller number nine for $1 million. Rita, complete this quote. 
Life is like a box of... Oh, I know this one. Chocolates. Uh, you're cutting out, Rita. We need your answer. Uh, oh my goodness. Life is like a box of chocolates. Oh, sorry. That's not what we were looking for. On to caller number 10. Bad network got you glitched out of luck? Switch to Boost Mobile's super reliable, super fast nationwide network and get four lines, each with unlimited gigs, for just $100 a month. Plus, get four free phones. Boost makes it easy to switch. Switching makes it easy to save. Offer ends 4 First line is $100 a month. Lines 2 to 4 free. Requires one line to port in. Video stream set up to 480p+. Music it up to 500 kilobits per second. Gaming it up to 2 megabits per second. Data deprioritization during congestion. Free phones require port in. Coverage and offers not available everywhere. Restricting supply. See dealer for details. Welcome back. Welcome back. We are so glad that you could join us here on this second day of the work week. This is the show that's all about the southeast of the United States. We have that southern voice and we are glad to be reporting on and telling you all about what's going on in Dixie. If you want to reach us here, our number 803-816-1170. Hey, on Twitter and on Instagram, you can find us at y'all show, making it oh so easy for you to be able to Reach out and connect to us here on the Y'all Show. Coming up in just a little bit, we'll have our sports lanyard. We'll look back at last night's big-time college basketball game, Texas Tech and Virginia. And then, speaking of the Red Raiders, Matt Herman's a TTU alum. will be on later in Hour 2 with his barrister of Bodacious Barbecue Report. So, some good grilling and some good hoops coming up in just a few minutes. We also have Antoine Seawright coming up in the next segment so we have all kinds of goodies coming on today's y'all show you do not want to miss it and reminder we have that facebook page you just got to go on there and see some great stories about what's going on in the south it is y'all.com and on facebook it is the y'all.com facebook group we want you to like us we need your help need y'all to Join in on the fun of all things Southern. It's y'all talk with a Southern accent. Starting back, a look at headlines now in West Tennessee in the town of Cordova. A man there is suing an e-cigarette company after the vape pen he was using exploded in his face. 25-year-old David Bishop says in a lawsuit he was using the e-cigarette before work last year. When the battery exploded, causing damage to his body and home, 
and Mr. Bishop suffered severe burns from the battery acid to his face, his mouth, and to his hands, and it even caused part of his cheek to be torn out. He also suffered several fractured teeth. In the lawsuit, it states that the, quote, defective and unreasonably dangerous device, it flew into the air, causing burns on Bishop's ceiling. Yeesh. I don't know which one he was using, but I can't imagine that this is something most of you who are vapors want to be a part of. The e-cigarette was bought at a Cordova store that allows customers to create a cig. The store is named in the lawsuit alongside the company that manufactures the e-cigarettes and the company that provides lithium batteries for the devices. I don't have the name of either one of those, but this vape pen is a device that vaporizes nicotine and other elements to be inhaled. Most of these vape pens use lithium batteries to operate, but I wonder if he learned his lesson. I hope not, and I, I feel sorry for the guy. as a terrible experience there with his vape pen exploding in his face in Cordova, Tennessee. Now to another part of Tennessee, to Pickwick Dam. That's right on the Tennessee, Alabama, and Mississippi border. Those three states all come together at Pickwick. And the TVA plans to reinforce the Pickwick Dam against earthquakes this fall. And the reinforcement will cost about $150 million and will require about a million tons of rock and sand. TVA's senior program director at Pickwick Dam, Benny Ald, says damage to the 1938 dam and its clay core could cause flooding similar to what Savannah, Tennessee saw in 2013. Now, Savannah is just downstream from pickwick you've got if you are looking at a map pickwick kind of as i said is right where those three states come together and upstream which is on a map heading right toward huntsville that would be upstream on the tennessee river is florence and muscle shoals alabama then if you go downstream heading west you have pickwick followed by savannah tennessee and then you kept keep working your way that becomes kentucky lake kentucky lake ultimately flows out in kentucky right at the ohio river and really not far from where it comes out in the ohio river the tennessee that is it turns into the mississippi river because those all come together at cairo illinois how about your map knowledge and your river knowledge coming from the y'all show today probably didn't know that was coming your way we try to teach y'all all kinds of things including about your rivers and lakes and streams and much much more speaking of that tennessee river and outdoors and streams want to remind you come friday on the y'all show we will have an expert on west tennessee's wildlife angie box is going to be on with cleve marsh and cleve's weekly or somewhat weekly feature called marshland out in the south with cleve marsh and angie is a commissioner with the Tennessee Wildlife Resources Agency, and she'll be on with Cleve talking about West Tennessee and what else is going on in the volunteer state when it comes to outdoors this time of year. That'll be a fun feature on Friday on y'all. That's when we take a break from some of our golf coverage. We'll have a complete report on the Masters uh, more than once this week. We'll have Jason Nall stopping by Thursday and Friday of this week reporting on the latest tournament going on at Augusta National Golf Club and augusta georgia but that's that's all later this week right now on the y'all show we're just trying to tell you about pickwick we don't want anything bad to happen to beautiful savannah tennessee and all those downstream from pickwick the dam there at pickwick has been equipped with an updated warning system which added about 30 instruments to measure seismic activity and that work's expected to be finished in 2021 
the TVA's biggest concern is the dam's proximity to the New Madrid fault line. That is in New Madrid, Missouri, which is where they had that awful earthquake in the early 1800s, and it made the Mississippi River flow north, believe it or not. And TVA and other groups plan to conduct a training exercise that simulates a large earthquake at a fault line in June. So getting ready in Pickwick to prepare for any kind of bad instance of a tornado earthquake this is i guess more of an earthquake here but you know you're more likely to find a tornado coming across pickwick than you will uh, a bad earthquake but hey we just have reported here recently on the y'all show about earthquakes along the florida alabama line so on the whole north end of the state where these three states come together at pickwick lake you want to make sure that the dam there is reinforced in tva plans to do that with about 150 million dollar project there coming up soon wild ponies have been corralled after visitors ignored warnings this is in chincoteague virginia where these wild ponies live on the eastern shore of the commonwealth of virginia and these wild ponies corralled because visitors ignored warnings about approaching the animals and the warnings were ignored at the chincoteague national wildlife refuge the ponies were moved to the South Corral of Assateague Island. The Chincoteague Volunteer Fire Company owns and cares for the Virginia pony herds on Assateague Island. And a spokesperson said that they've tried numerous times to educate the public. She warned that one kick or bite from one of the animals could badly injure someone. These are beautiful animals, but they're wild there on this eastern shore of Virginia. The ponies will be corralled until the spring roundup, April 12th and 13th. That's when the ponies get a health check and authorities see if any new foals have been born. But one of our great neat things that happens there in Virginia, and they also have some wild horses in North Carolina as well, but the Chincoteague ponies, and they often, I think, once a year travel from Assateague Island to Chincoteague Island during what's called the slack tide when there's little current. And wild ponies live on Virginia's eastern shore, and these that we just talked about having to kind of relocate unexpectedly because of too much interaction with visitors at Chincoteague National Wildlife Refuge on the eastern shore of Virginia. Good luck, horses. Also in that area of the south, how about this story coming in? It involves a descendant of Dred Scott. Y'all know about the Dred Scott decision in the U.S. Supreme Court? as we are now at the 160th anniversary of that famous decision, which it said that blacks could not be citizens when that came down in the late 1850s. And descendants of Dred Scott and descendants of Supreme Court Chief Justice Roger Taney, who wrote the 1857 decision that blacks could not be citizens, have actually gotten together. And they say that Confederate monuments should be removed to museums where people can learn about America's troubled history of race relations. And Lynn Scott Jackson is the great-great-granddaughter of Dred Scott. Charles Taney is the great-great-grandnephew of former Supreme Court Chief Justice Roger Taney, who was a native of Maryland. And again, this ruling set the stage for the Civil War in 1861, and Miss Jackson and Mr. Taney shared their stories of repentance and healing with students, professors, and the public last week at the Claude G. Perkins Living and Learning Center at Virginia Union University. 
The discussion was hosted and organized by Virginians for Reconciliation in partnership with the college and as well as nearby Virginia Commonwealth University. And they discussed what the statues erected decades ago honoring Robert E. Lee, Jefferson Davis, and others meant. And these topics of the discussion of these monuments has been something debated all across the South. And one person said that they should not move, but not they should they should move, not remove, because the statues play a role in the country's history. So again, the the story here really is the fact that a descendant of Dred Scott would team up with a descendant of Roger Taney, the 1850s Supreme Court Chief Justice, who came out with the Dred Scott decision that really led the country help. Well, I don't want to say it led. It, it certainly helped lead the country to the Civil War and is considered to be one of the worst decisions ever made by our legal system here in the country, if you keep up with that kind of stuff. If you keep up with snakes, stay away from Florida, or maybe you want to go to Florida after reading this story. As a record is coming out of the Everglades, the largest female python has been captured in Big Cypress in Florida, and I'm not making this up. This python captured at Big Cypress National Preserve, 17 foot long. I've seen the photo of this thing. It is massive. Four people are holding it and probably could have had another person hanging on to this darn snake. It's a new record for the area. The python weighed 140 pounds and it contained 73, 73. 73 developing eggs a spokesperson for the preserve said the eggs were destroyed and the snake with was euthanized thank goodness Ooh. in 2017 a python measuring 17 feet and one inch and weighing 132 pounds was captured in the everglades but this was at big cypress national preserve and these are burmese pythons they were introduced to florida through escaped or released pets and now they are a presence in the everglades feeding on native wildlife, and some of these darn pythons can grow to as much as 20 feet in length. I'm staying out of the Everglades. That is, that's just crazy, crazy how big these darn things are. They're not venomous, but they will, they will kill. I mean, they got to eat. Snakes got to eat. And finally, here in our headlines from the South, a woman in Tennessee allegedly stole a police vehicle after a skirmish at a car wash. And 31-year-old Jennifer Stewart, she allegedly broke into a separate vehicle and got into a physical altercation with the victim of the car wash, according to Nashville police. The police said that hoping to separate the two, the they placed Stewart in the back of the car. And however, when the officer went to speak to an apparent victim, Police said that Stewart appeared to crawl through the divider in the police car from the back seat into the front seat of the patrol car, and then Stewart drove off in the vehicle, according to police. Jennifer Stewart, 31 years old, in Metro Nashville. Now, she's taken into custody, charged with burglary of a motor vehicle, evading arrest, vehicle theft, and vandalism, and being held in lieu of a $37,500 bond, according to Metro police she wins the award for the goofiest dumbest criminal of the day here on y'all show you don't want to try to steal a police vehicle after a skirmish at a car wash jennifer just note to self on that one
Well, that will wrap up our headlines from across the South here on today's Y'all Show. Now, don't go anywhere. When we come back, Antoine Seawright will be joining us from the Palmetto State. He is a rising star in Democratic politics. He is commonly on CBS, N, and other media outlets. And he's working closely with the Democratic contenders for president in 2020. And he'll be on to talk about those contenders. We'll also discuss Southern politics with Antoine and little lizard sticket knowledge. If you're not familiar with this wonderful restaurant that is in the Columbia, South Carolina area, I encourage you to stand by and we'll talk to Antoine about lizard sticket. And we might even ask him what are some of his favorite items on the menu there in the down home southern restaurant located in the columbia sc area so our visit with antoine's coming up and reminder an hour two we've got sports land yet and the barrister of bodacious barbecue dropping by all that on the y'all show with john Raw. hey dad want to shoot some hoops In a bit, buddy. I promise. Allegra knows that allergy symptoms can get in the way of enjoying the moment. I'll just play by myself. For outdoor and indoor allergies, get Allegra. It's the fastest non-drowsy allergy relief. It starts working in one hour, helping you break through your worst allergy symptoms with continuous 24-hour relief. Yes! Great shot, buddy. Let's play another game. You're on, Dad. Get Allegra and get back to the moment. Among single-ingredient OTC-branded oral antihistamines. Use as directed. You're catering a wedding, and the bride says, Everyone is raving about the hors d'oeuvres. My aunt was asking if you do corporate events. Now is the time when the right business card is essential, and Vistaprint can help. Head to Vistaprint.com, and you can customize 500 cards starting at just $9.99. You choose the paper, the shape, and the finish. Whatever your style, create a card that gives you the confidence to own the now. So head to Vistaprint.com and get 500 business cards starting at $9.99. Use promo code 7474 at checkout. That's Vistaprint.com, promo code 7474. Credit products are made by WebBank. Rates and terms vary based on credit history. Amazon is not a sponsor of this promotion. Other restrictions apply. See website for details. How did I get into credit card debt? A trip to the emergency room. Car repairs. (sighs) Moving expenses. There's a million ways to get into credit card debt, but one sure way to start getting out. Avant. Avant offers access to online unsecured loans from $2,000 to $35,000 at competitive rates and no extra charges for paying back early. Over 500,000 customers have experienced the convenience of a loan through Avant. No wonder Avant has an A-plus rating from the Better Business Bureau. The application takes minutes, and if approved by 4.30 p.m. Central Time, Monday through Friday, funds are deposited as soon as the next business day. And now Avant will also give you a $50 Amazon.com gift card after your first payment is made on time. To check your loan options and to get this special radio offer, go to Avant.com today and enter promo code 6565 when applying. That's A-V-A-N-T.com promo code 6565. Avant.com code 6565.
the Y'all Show. Talk with a southern accent here on this Tuesday. And we are the show that's all about the South with your gracious host, John Rawl. And we have a very special guest now joining us from Columbia, South Carolina, Antoine Seawright. He is a Democratic strategist and the founder and CEO of Blueprint Strategies, LLC. He also has been a former advisor to the Hillary Clinton campaign in South Carolina, and you can see Antoine regularly on various media outlets. I've seen him a lot on CBSN. And again, Antoine is joining us right now on the Y'all Show. Hello, Antoine. I'm so glad to be with y'all. Yeah. <laughs> thank you so much for uh, having me, and thank you so much for what you do. Well, thank you, uh, Antoine. Of your politics, I, I believe that we all should have an outlet or a platform to have a robust discussion and leave that to the other people to decide the, the political decisions they want to make. Amen, sir. Now, Antoine and I share the same home county. Also, Antoine, if you weren't in politics, let me go ahead and tell you what you should be doing if you ever decide to get out of politics. You need to be an ambassador for the state of South Carolina because every time I see you on television, you got that beautiful Palmetto and Crescent Moon lapel pin. You always talk about South Carolina as God's country. So thank you very much. Well, I can tell you this, and I learned this a long time ago, the road to heaven runs through south carolina and south carolina is affectionately known as heaven's sweet spot in my mind so i'll always talk about south carolina and everything she means and stands for <laughs> well i knew about the road to prosperity ran through south carolina because we really do have a town in the state called prosperity south carolina and some other goofy names out there like every state has but antoine you do you do it well now you've been spending more time it seems in another columbia than the one in south carolina you've been spending a lot of time it looks like in the district of columbia and perhaps uh, even near columbia university in manhattan you're getting a lot of national attention so congratulations on that thank you so much you know i've been blessed and uh, uh as we all say in the south we're not lucky we're very blessed and i do believe that god has ordered my steps along the way for me to do some of the things i'm doing now and because of that i'm able to connect with great people like y'all yeah well <laughs> antoine show, so i'm thankful Antoine, I know I know you were raised right, so we better go ahead in case somebody in your family's listening. You better go ahead. We got Mother's Day not too far down the road, so you you better go ahead and thank publicly here whoever might be the reason for some of your success. Well, I, I first thank God because okay. uh, if only but for reasons of His own that He's allowed all of us to do what we do now. But you know, my grandparents were sharecroppers. Uh, in Swansea, South Carolina, my parents uh, worked two jobs all of my life. I tell people, although they did not go to college, they were better than my grandparents' generation because they could at least spell college. And because of their hard work, because of their tenacity, and because of their teachings, um, they allowed me and my three siblings to have the opportunity to attend college and graduate from college. And so I'm thankful uh, for so many people who make up the village um, that have been able to raise Antoine Seawright. All right. Well, just like you, Antoine, I also had grandparents who were raised in Swansea, South Carolina. That's spelled S-W-A-N-S-E-A, in case y'all want to Google that. Check it out. Home of the Swansea Tigers, which there you I, go. I assume you're a proud alumnus of that school. Proud alum of class of 2003. How about that? Way to go, Swansea High. All right. Well, let's talk a little bit with you about politics, because that's kind of what you're known for here, as you're a big-time South Carolina strategist for the Democrats and getting more attention across the country. Why is South Carolina, in your opinion, Mr. South Carolina, so important 
as we get ready for the 2020 presidential run? Well, I can tell you in both the Republican primary and the Democratic primary, uh, South Carolina normally picks nominees. And I think we normally decide who the president's going to be. On the Democratic side, um, 60% of the people who cast their vote in the Democratic primary in South Carolina will be African-American, 55% women. Uh, that is very reflective of the modern-day uh, Democratic Party and also uh, many of the states that follow from a demographic standpoint. And so you can't discount South Carolina of significance uh, in the Democratic primary. I will also tell you that we have a track record of picking our nominee. All you have to do is go back and ask Barack Obama in 2008 while people give Iowa credit for launching him. It was South Carolina who confirmed him. And when things got tight in the 2016 primary, when Bernie Sanders was picking up steam and we rolled into South Carolina, we were able to cut him off at the legs and confirm Hillary Clinton's uh, strength right here in South Carolina. And I don't think that this primary election will be any different. That's why you see so many candidates coming to the state, uh, spending so much time here. They've been coming here for almost two years now, and they're doing everything they can to place a uh, grip on South Carolina because they know the importance of South Carolina and Democratic primary. Now, Antoine, as a Democratic strategist and with Blueprint Strategies in 2016, you were with the Hillary Clinton campaign. Have you aligned yourself with a campaign now, or are you just going to be sitting on the sideline on this one? Uh, for now, um, because of some my TV obligations, I have not aligned myself with any particular candidate. Uh, uh, many of them are close personal friends. Um, at least five of them I have worked with in a professional capacity and getting them elected to the current office they hold. And so I, what I want to do is making sure the plumbing is right from an overall standpoint as our party. So I've stayed on the sidelines at this point. Any of them who choose to call me, I will give them advice. I will make introductions. Um, but I want to be really an insurance policy um, for our party because regardless of who wins our primary, unlike the Republicans, we have to uh, make certain that this time around that we come back together because while Republicans fall in line, we tend to fall in love with our individual candidate. And it doesn't work out so well once we get a nominee, i.e. the number of people who did not vote in the general election for Hillary Clinton but voted for a third-party candidate. Well, right now, Antoine C. Wright, our special guest here on the Y'all Show, there's a bevy of Democratic contenders for 2020. Do you expect a lot more to enter this race before the summertime? I do expect uh, at least two or three more to flirt with the idea, maybe play footsie or cuddle with it. I'm not certain what the uh, interests of Joe Biden uh, getting into the race would do with some of that potential interest. Um, but I suspect that there are people who will enter the race, not necessarily because they think they can win, but there are people who are jockeying to raise their profile. There are people who are jockeying for a potential cabinet role in case we were able to win that uh, White House back or potential uh, for their next run for another office. And so if more people got in, I would not be surprised. But I do think that uh, the interest of Joe Biden will put um, a hold or freeze on some of these other candidates who are thinking about running. Well, I don't fancy myself as any kind of political strategist, Antoine, but not long ago here on this show, I went ahead and called South Carolina. So are you ready for my bold prediction for 2020? Please let me hear. All right. I, I just had to come out the other day and say that I thought Kamala Harris would win South Carolina in 2020, which means she would go ahead and win the nomination based on South Carolina's history. Am I totally off base on that? Well, I think you may be close because uh, I think she has put together a well-oiled machine. She has some momentum 
that I think people are, are discounting in a way. I mean, everybody's talking about Mayor Pete's fundraising numbers, and you can't discount Bernie Sanders eighteen million, but she had a twelve million dollar haul in this first quarter, and you can't get forget that, and you can't forget that when she launched her campaign. There were 20,000 people in Oakland, California to her launch. That has been, I think, one of the largest launch events that we've seen to this day. And she's an African-American female. And that demographic is probably one of the most loyal and solid voting blocks uh, within the Democratic Party. I don't and not saying that black women or black people are monolithic. But I don't think you can discount some of those attributes. Uh, and so she has a machine. She has strength. Uh, and she could be number one. Now, what we don't know is that if Biden gets in, because he has so many long-time, long-standing relationships in the state with women and men, black and white, even some moderate Republicans who may vote in the Democratic primary because we have an open primary, you don't know what that will mean in terms of taking away from her support. And as I told another candidate last night who called me, I said, what we don't know is <laughs> what the race will look like by the time we get to South Carolina. Everyone who starts this race will not finish this race. Everyone who starts in Iowa will not make it to South Carolina. So the temperature in the room is going to change a good bit, and I think it's a hurry-up-and-wait game. Well, if I may, Antoine, another bold prediction coming from yours truly here on the Y'all Show. I consider Iowa and New Hampshire the preseason. I believe the schedule really starts in South Carolina. How does that sound? I don't disagree with you one bit. And in fact, my op-ed piece in BuzzFeed has said that. If you look at any uh, quote that I've given over the past two years, um, I've talked about the significance of South Carolina. And that's no disrespect to Iowa, Nevada, or New Hampshire. But I believe the ball game starts and ends in South Carolina because of our stance on the calendar, but also because of our voting demographics. Whoever has the nominee come out, coming out of South Carolina, I think will have a, a, a very uh, a strong position going into some of the other states. And with California and Texas not too far, the person who wins South Carolina needs to win South Carolina in order to have um, juice going into those states. Well, as Antoine said, the road to the White House is going to lead right through South Carolina. And, as he said, the road to heaven also goes right through the Palmetto State. All right, let's talk a little Democratic politics outside of the presidential race of 2020. And specifically, Antoine, I want to talk to you about what's going on with the party in the entire South, since this is a show that covers the entire Southeast of the United States. One of the real stories that's kind of been lost in the 2018 election was the election of Representative Joe Cunningham from the Charleston, South Carolina area, as he defeated Katie Arrington, an upstart Republican who actually had a lot of sympathy. She got in a horrible car wreck. I don't know how Cunningham won, but he did. And are we going to see more of these surprises in Democratic areas of the South that may have Republican representatives right now? How can that success for Democrats be duplicated in 2020? Well, I think the party is going through what I call growing pains. And while the national media, particularly right-wing media, wants to make a mockery or uh, make a highlight of a few people within our party, you're really starting to see our party do what the Republican Party did in 2010, and that's grow. Uh, you have more independent thinkers, more young people being added to our added to our roles. If you look at some of the things happening uh, in certain states while getting people their rights back to vote, etc., the party's experiencing growth, and because of that, um, the mood of the country, I think, is changing also. And so you pick up wins like Joe Cunningham in Charleston. You pick up the Lucy McBeth in Georgia. You pick up the, um, oh, I'm drawing a blank on name in Illinois. Some of those seats that no one thought Democrats were having a shot at winning. And part of that is because of messaging. 
Um, the fact that Joe Cunningham ran on a local message, he stayed on a local message, and he won on a local message. And when you make politics local, as Tip O'Neill says, all politics is local, you give yourself a shot of doing the unthinkable or the un- what most people think the undoable. Well, good point there. Any other rising stars across the South from a Democratic side that you should kind of let us know about here today? Oh, you can't you can't count out my friend Stacey Abrams in Georgia, who came close, uh, minus uh, voter suppression efforts by the Georgia governor, uh, secretary of state. I'm not so sure that she would not be the current governor of Georgia. You definitely can't discount my friend Andrew Gillum, um, who is still doing some tremendous work, who was what a point and a half or half a point away from being the governor of Florida. You can't discount Bakari Sellers here in South Carolina. There's so many people. What's Bakari? What's Bakari doing right now? Is he he running well, for office? Carter, he's an attorney. He is um, a CNN commentator. Uh, and I think he's making plans. He's been unapologetic about his plans to uh, seek the 6th Congressional District seat in South Carolina once Jim Clyburn retires. And so, and there's so many of those people all across the South that, pe- that people don't even mention their names. Josh Stein, who's the current a- attorney general in North Carolina, who's a rock star in that state. I mean, there's so many names I could call and people right. I talk to every single day. And I'm just excited about what's to come within our party. All right, excitement. Well, Antoine, I'm excited every time I see you on national media because usually at some point the name Lizard's Thicket pops up. Now, (laughs) if you're not lucky enough to be from Lexington County, South Carolina, as Antoine, Seawright, and I are both from, Lizard's Thicket is a fixture in the Columbia, South Carolina area. They have about 15 locations. It's great southern cooking, but... Oftentimes, the presidential contenders stop off at a lizard sticket in the Columbia area and shake hands and have a meal and all that. And I guess lizard stickets on the circuit here in 2022, right? It will be. You know, I've been saying that the one thing about South Carolina, we serve as a political filling station and the best place to grab supper uh, on that long journey to the White House. And so I've told every candidate to make sure you frequent lizard thicket. Kiki's Chicken and Waffles and Big T's Barbecue, uh, if you happen to visit the state and if your listeners happen to come to the state, it's so important that they come here, too, um, and visit those places. And I guarantee you they'll leave full uh, when they leave the restaurants. Well, I'm not a Democratic contender for president in 2020, but I need to know about this chicken and waffle place and the other place you mentioned besides Big Lizard's T's Chicken. Barbecue. It's so good. Where is it? <laughs> It's a. Uh, there's two locations. There's one on uh, Gunners Ferry Road, and there's one in Northeast Columbia off Clemson Road. All right, so both in the Columbia area. And then where's the other location you were talking about? Kiki's Chicken and Waffles on Two Nights Road, and they're uh, opening up a second location uh, in Harborton. Oh, and okay. So there'll be plenty of space, uh, plenty of space and food to go around. Well, Columbia, South Carolina, may not have a beach. It may not have ski slopes for you to go snow skiing. But boy, it's some great food and a lot of chains around. Local chains. Got to give a shout out to Rushes. Big fan of Rushes here. Oh. Me too. <laughs> Hamburger joint. Well, speaking of the Columbia area, Antoine, as we wrap up with you, when you go to Lizard Stick It and go to lizardstickit.com, if you don't believe me, and as we wrap with you, you have to make a choice here, sir. I know you can't pick a Democratic contender for president today, but you have to make this choice. When you're okay. at Lizard Stick It, they have up on the wall all of the vegetable selection. So, Antoine, you got to pick three of this list. 
and you you got to do it. So here we go. Here are your options. Cabbage, green beans, black-eyed peas, fried okra, fried squash, baby limas, fresh collards, okras and tomato, rice and gravy, macaroni and cheese, cream corn, candied yams, mashed potatoes and gravy, cornbread dressing with giblet gravy, country skillet apples, grilled mixed vegetables, applesauce, sliced peaches, alabama slaw, carrot and raisin salad, potato salad, pickle beets, sliced tomatoes, jello, coleslaw, squash casserole, and kale salad. My goodness, I think they've got everything in the alphabet as a vegetable well, I option. Tell, I can tell you my, my traditional three. Okay. Because uh, I'm a meat and three man. Mac and cheese, potato salad, and rice and gravy. Load right. up on your carbs. All <laughs> right. Well, Antoine, we appreciate the great advice, and perhaps some of the contenders for president will listen to this great advice, too. Antoine Seawright, our special guest here in our Y'all Political Report. Again, he's a Democratic strategist and the founder and CEO of Blueprint Strategies, LLC. Worked with the Hillary Clinton campaign back in 2016 in the state of South Carolina. And you can often see him on CBSN. And by the way, Antoine, what a great... I know a lot of people may not be familiar with CBSN, but do they not do a great job of covering... They do such an excellent job. It's fair and balanced. No one's yelling and screaming over top of each other. But it's a good way to really hear a discussion about the two different sides of, a, of an argument. I appreciate and value them. And I'm so thankful to be a part of that network. And again, it's streaming. You don't have to have necessarily even a cable subscription to watch it. And it's available on demand, too, in case you miss Antoine live on there. You go back and watch it. It's a great thing. Again, Antoine, thank you very much for all that you do. And we look forward to catching up with you again down the road as we get closer to the 2020 election. Thank you so much. All right. Antoine C. Wright, Democratic strategist. More of the Y'all Show will continue after this break. Allergy sufferers, my name's Nigel. As a wise and educated owl, I know the difference between what's wise and unwise. Suffering needlessly with allergy symptoms, unwise. Getting a free 10-day sample of Zizol, quite wise. Zizol is the allergy medicine that's just as effective at hour 24 as at hour 1, which makes getting a free 10-day sample one of the wisest things you can do. So don't be unwise. Be wise all and visit Zizol.com for your free sample today. Users directed. You're catering a wedding, and the bride says, Everyone is raving about the hors d'oeuvres. My aunt was asking if you do corporate events. Now is the time when the right business card is essential, and Vistaprint can help. Head to Vistaprint.com, and you can customize 500 cards starting at just $9.99. You choose the paper, the shape, and the finish. Whatever your style, create a card that gives you the confidence to own the now. So head to Vistaprint.com and get 500 business cards starting at $9.99. Use promo code 7474 at checkout. That's Vistaprint.com, promo code 7474. The Virginia Cavaliers, your 2019 men's college basketball national champions. Jim Nance on the call there last night for CBS. And the Hoos win 85-77 to in overtime. They roar in the overtime period and surge past Texas Tech with that commanding performance. They actually had an 11-0 run in OT 
and outscored Texas Tech 17-9 in the extra period and get the eight-point victory in Minneapolis. Hello, welcome into y'all. This is the show that's all about the South. And today's April 9th, which is a day in Virginia's history that Robert E. Lee surrendered at Appomattox. But today in Charlottesville, nobody's talking about surrendering. They're talking about celebrating as the Cavaliers pick up their first national title in men's college basketball. And they won a baseball national championship about five years ago. So good times there in Charlottesville and throughout the Commonwealth of Virginia. And to all of our Cavalier fans that are listening, congratulations. You had an amazing run. Of course, this same Virginia basketball program was the laughingstock of college basketball just one year ago. It was in the 2018 NCAA tournament. They lost as a number one seed. They lost to the 16th seeded UMBC. And this team's had to live with all of the laughter, all of the criticism, and they completely flipped the script. Jim Nance said it there in that scene from last night. They are your national champions, UVA. And we also want to say, great job, Texas Tech. Coach Beard and the gang from Lubbock. My goodness, they roared back in that second half. You thought that the Red Raiders were going to pull it off in the end, but the unfortunate gods did not shine on Texas Tech and the Big 12 program, which has nothing to be shamed about. What a great year. What a surprise. They won the Big 12 title this year, and they got all the way to the national championship game, and they took Virginia into overtime. And sometimes the ball just not, does not bounce your way, and there's no better indication of that statement than what happened there with the point guard, the Spaniard, for Texas Tech when that ball bounced, and it was originally called for Tech, but then replay said that, no, it went off his pinky finger, and that really, I think, changed the momentum in that over, overtime period, and the Red Raiders were never able to get momentum back, and man, what an unfortunate thing for Texas Tech which they were paced with the big points that came off the bench, actually, as Brandon Francis had 17 in this game for the Cavaliers. Their trio of sharpshooters just did a great job. Mr. Hunter there, DeAndre Hunter, man, he was he was ice. 27 points in this game. He went 4 of 5 from the three-point line, and he led all scorers in the national championship game. Kyle Guy, yeah, that guy, he had 24 points. And how about Ty Jerome also chipping in? He had 16 points as UVA, with their offensive power and their defensive prowess, get the 85-77 victory there at the Final Four and are your national champions. The coach of the Hughes is Tony Bennett. After the game, he spoke with Jim Nance on CBS. Let's go hear that great conversation as a jubilant Cavalier program celebrates its first national title. Tony, what are your thoughts at this moment? Just like all these recent games, high drama, heart-stopping drama, and your team in overtime just got on a run. How did you guys do it? They did. Um... I don't know if all these guys will remember this, but when they come into my office, I got a poster of Rocky on the steps. And I told them, I said, I just want a chance at a title fight one day. That's all we want. And these guys came to fight in this title, and now we're the champs. And I'm so thankful because this is a great story. Um, I 
I played a song for them today called Hills and Valleys by Torrin Wells, and it just means that you're never alone in the hills or the valleys, and we face those from last year to this year, but the credit goes to these young men, and I can't wait to celebrate with my wife and my kids and my parents, and I do want to thank the Lord and my Savior. How about one more? The turnaround, the character, Bill Raftery spoke of it on the air, Grand Hill. The character it took for your team, not only to live with all of that from the last year, the painful loss, the painful gift is what you called it, but to go through these games like Purdue and Auburn, this game going to overtime, could you speak to that? Well, we have a saying, too, the most faithful wins, and these guys stayed so faithful, and obviously we, we had some amazing plays. This is about the young men. They made the plays. They did the stuff. Coaches get too much credit when it goes well, and they get too much blame when it goes bad. These young men deserve this championship. I'm so happy. Go Hoos! And how happy were you that your dad was there to see his son win a championship? <laughs> well... My dad said if I ever got to the Final Four, he'd come and play Augusta with me. So maybe you can get us on that course, all right? I'll work on that one. Congratulations, Tony. Tony Bennett, just a great job steering his team. They were the number one seed in their region this year. And unlike last year where they lost in that first game, they came back this year. And, man, they totally are a Cinderella story. Not because they were a bad team that just went and did unbelievable things here in March Madness. They flipped that script, as I said, from last year being the embarrassment of college basketball, the only one seed to ever lose to a 16 seed, and now one year later, they are your title holders beating Texas Tech on Monday night there in Minneapolis. And so you have to wonder, hey, Virginia fans, are you happy with the way things turned out? For all the abuse that you got for losing last year, <laughs> And making history as the first one seed to lose to a 16 seed. Lo and behold, you turn it around and you win a national title. Oh, by the way, Virginia, not a bad football program. Bronco Mendenhall's come in there. He took his team to the Belk Bowl this last year. They embarrassed the South Carolina Gamecocks, shut them out. So Virginia's got an upstart football program. Virginia's got a national championship basketball program as i said their baseball team won a title a few years ago it's good times for the orange and navy of virginia these days the who's you could say they're kind of an it factor these days and what a what a great job again by tony bennett he stuck with the program and he took the incoming and just a very composed guy and i hope he gets his wish you heard it there as he wrapped up with jim nance he wants to play on augusta nationals fame course and I know Jim Nance, who might even be a member of Augusta National. If not, he should be. Jim, you got to come through for the coach and let he and his dad go out there and, you know, knock the ball around now in the offseason because he's earned it. UVA, your national champion. And again, Coach Beard, Texas Tech, an awesome job there in Lubbock this year. More college basketball news. This comes from the Hill in Knoxville. Rick Barnes is going to stay as the head coach of the Tennessee Falls. The story was broke Monday that Barnes had been courted by UCLA to maybe pack up his bags and head to Tinseltown. And actually, the athletic director at UT, Phil Former, put out a statement that said that in the last few days 
They've been interesting, to say the least. Fulmer went on to say one of the nation's most tradition-rich college basketball programs identified what we here at Tennessee already knew, that Rick Barnes is one of the game's elite coaches and a program changer. And the athletic director went on to say that the University of Tennessee and East Tennessee as a whole have developed an enhanced love and appreciation for one of our men's basketball program and its culture under Rick's leadership. And I'm thrilled that he will remain a part of our Tennessee athletics family. UCLA had aggressively pursued the coach with a lucrative package that reportedly would have paid him $5 million a year, not counting bonuses and incentives. And from what I understand, Coach Barnes currently with his contract was making about $3.25 million. I'm sure that's going to go up. Tennessee just had a great program this year and really had a chance to march on to the Elite Eight if things would have maybe worked out a little bit better in that Purdue game. But they ended up losing and their season comes to an end. But nothing to be ashamed about if you're a fan of the Big Orange. And Rick Barnes, the good news is he's going to be sticking around Knoxville for a little longer. Frankly, here's a guy who's coached at Clemson. He's coached at Texas and now at Tennessee. I don't think he's going to go anywhere else. The only possible option, in my opinion, Rick Barnes would ever leave UT for would possibly be North Carolina. Not even NC State, not Wake Forest, but UNC. Barnes is a native of that state, and that is a premier program. And that's that's really the only program, in my one peso of opinion, would be able to attract him to go. Now, Rick Barnes is no spring chicken, so maybe UNC wants a young coach when and if, I'll say if, Coach Roy Williams ever decides to step away from being a head coach. It looks like if you tuned in on Monday night, he's all about making commercials these days. I saw him in on at least one commercial uh, for some kind of company there, starring alongside the UNC Ram mascot. And by the way, now that college basketball is over with, I am so glad I don't have to see any more of those stupid AT&T commercials with the guy that tries to be funny as the color analyst. And if you watched any of these games, you know exactly what I'm talking about. Ready to retire that whole theme. But Rick Barnes staying as a coach of the Tennessee Vols, at least for right now. Now to the association we go. Congratulations to the Orlando Magic for the first time in seven years The Magic are going to the NBA playoffs. Now, the fun thing is they only have one more regular season game left. That is tomorrow when they play at Charlotte. Now, the Hornets, along with the Pistons and the Miami Heat, are all in a race to pick up that eighth seed in the Eastern Conference. The Western Conference has been decided for a while, but in the NBA's Eastern Conference, we don't know who that eight team is going to be. So, If you get the seed, great, you're in the playoffs. And if you miss out, guess what? You're in the Zion Williamson sweepstakes. So good news if you miss out, even if you want to make it this year. And in Sportsland, yeah, we cover college, we cover NBA, and we even cover baseball. And we sometimes cover the not-so-great news in the sport of baseball. And unfortunately for Longview, Texas native Chris Davis, we're talking about him today and not the most pleasant of terms because – this slugger for the Baltimore Orioles went 0 for 3 in his first three plate appearances Monday in Baltimore's 12-4 win over the Oakland A's. This game played in Baltimore. Now, the reason this is newsworthy is because, unfortunately for Davis, he now has gone 47 hitless bats in a row for Baltimore since the season started. And he has broken 
Eugenio Velez's record for the longest hitless streak by a position player in major league history. <laughs> and so somewhere you got to think that Velez is, is quite happy that, uh, that, that, that this guy's taken over this unfortunate deal. By the way, Velez's hitless streak that he had was back during the 2010 season. So now Chris Davis has the record of most consecutive at-bats by a position player without a hit. He's gone 47 hitless at-bats in a row. And you just have to think that David, he's still in the lineup. So obviously he's a very good defensive player and overall is a good player. But they say these baseball players more than any sport get into these streaks and these funks. And right now the Longview, Texas native is in one definite funk. Well, here's a guy that played golf in the state of Texas, Bryson DeChambeau. He's at this week's Masters. We've got plenty of great Masters coverage coming this week on the Y'all Show. Make sure you tune in Thursday when Jason Nall, our Southern Golf Report guru, he's with the Southern States Junior Classics, he's going to come on Thursday and give us a complete preview of this year's Masters at Augusta National. And then on Friday, Jason will return with a report on what happened on Thursday's Round 1. So we'll have that on Friday And if we're lucky, we'll even get him on here Monday of next week to give us a recap of the Masters 2019. And we'll find out on Thursday who he's predicting to win the thing and some of the other fun things that go along with the Masters, the greatest golf event in the world, and it happens right here in Dixie. So that coming up. But Bryson DeChambeau says that he's going to putt this year at Augusta National with the flagstick in. Remember, this is a new rule in golf this year. So if you're tuning in this week and you see a flag stick while putting, it's probably Bryson DeChambeau who played at SMU, and he's allowed to do that now. It used to be a penalty, but now to help speed up play, you're allowed to lead the flag stick in. Now, I did not know this. According to the story I'm reading, the flag sticks at Augusta National are actually a little thicker than the ones on the PGA Tour. But DeChambeau, who's kind of a mad scientist of golf, says that they're not that much different. The golfers will be practicing on Augusta National's greens and leaving those sticks in perhaps today. They'll have some practice tomorrow. Also, Thursday or Wednesday will be the par three contest. It's always a lot of fun. And then the fun begins on Thursday when you have round one. And we'll be right here again on Thursday to give you all the coverage. And on Friday, it's the Masters, and we will be all over it here on the y'all show cannot wait well we'll bring on in the next segment texas tech alum matt hermans and we will not talk about college basketball i know he's having a very painful day after his red raiders dropped that national championship game in heartbreaking form so we'll talk barbecue with the barrister of bodacious barbecue when we come back and in the meantime as we go to break again we salute your 2019 college basketball national champions the who's the Virginia Cavaliers. Congrats. Credit products are made by WebBank. Rates and terms vary based on credit history. Amazon is not a sponsor of this promotion. Other restrictions apply. See website for details. How did I get into credit card debt? A trip to the emergency room. Car repairs. Moving expenses? 
There's a million ways to get into credit card debt, but one sure way to start getting out. Avant. Avant offers access to online unsecured loans from $2,000 to $35,000 at competitive rates and no extra charges for paying back early. Over 500,000 customers have experienced the convenience of a loan through Avant. No wonder Avant has an A-plus rating from the Better Business Bureau. The application takes minutes, and if approved by 4.30 p.m. Central Time, Monday through Friday, funds are deposited as soon as the next business day. And now Avant will also give you a $50 Amazon.com gift card after your first payment is made on time. To check your loan options and to get this special radio offer, go to Avant.com today and enter promo code 6565 when applying. That's A-V-A-N-T.com, promo code 6565. Avant.com, code 6565. We got 24 tall boys on the chill Yeah, 14 of them's mine A little Marshall Tucker on the radio You know we're just catching a little groove before the show We ain't playing nothing slow at the parking lot party A tailgate bug just a sipping on suds ain't never too early Tuesdays are for barbecue talk here on the Y'all Show. Welcome into the show that's all about the South. And yes, it's all about grilling and finding good Q and more. And we find that with our with help from our good friend Matt Hermans, the barrister of Bodacious Barbecue. Welcome back into the Y'all Show, Barrister. How are you, sir? I am doing good, man. It's good to catch up with you again. I don't know how we can get through each week without you to be honest with you yeah you know i kind of feel the same way it's kind of a codependent relationship we got going here <laughs> i like that codependent yeah <laughs> yeah is i guess it's okay if we come out publicly with our relationship sure hey it's been on the i guess it's uh it's kind of been front page news right yeah, yeah for sure yeah. i guess having a barbecue relationship is very important and you know matt we just got past valentine's day a couple months ago and we've got easter around the corner i, I think people need to be okay with their barbecue-ness they need to be okay sharing that with others including their loved ones oh i agree i mean that's that's the you know not to get all sappy but that's one of the best things about barbecue you do a great job and put out a magnificent product and you get to see you know, friends and family, you know, you get to see their face when they bite into it. You know, that's uh, partially a little probably selfish because you did a, did a good job. But the other side is you like to make people happy. Barbecue makes people happy. Well, Matt, I was watching something over the weekend on CBS prior to golf coverage that came on there. And I, I promise I, I, I should know the name. I don't. The, the, the featured person, maybe you saw it. He was a longtime NBA player, but I don't know his name. I know he was an all-star at some point, but he was from the Dallas area and he was playing for the Spurs or recently finished playing for the Spurs. And he was involved on some show that aired on Sunday afternoon and they went into his high school coaches house in the dallas area and did a renovation of the home while the coach and his wife went off for a few days and the reason i bring this up i don't know if you saw it or not but the reason i bring it up is part of the the whole renovation 
the coach of this high school when he was from high school in in the Dallas area he he loved to barbecue and so he had a grill outside and it was not a very fancy grill so part of the renovation of this home included putting in a a heck of a barbecue smoking area but the, the the reason I'm bringing it up with you, sir, is we talk about give a little, take a little when it comes to romance and relationships. Well, this high school coach had been married to his wife for decades, and she didn't like to go outside. So in the renovation that this basketball star did there for his high school coach, they put a covered area over the barbecue grill so that she could at least go outside and enjoy the backyard. So is, isn't that a nice story? That's a fantastic story. Uh, my my initial thought was, I'd love that. That would be a wonderful treat uh, to see. But I would want to keep that old pit. Sometimes you grow attached to those things, especially if you got them down just right. So hopefully they didn't throw his old crappy pit away. Hopefully they left that around. But uh, yeah, no, that's pretty awesome. Yeah, I don't think it was a barbecue pit. By the way, it was Lamarcus Aldridge who was part of this. Does that name sound familiar? Yeah, he played basketball at the University of Texas. Okay. Well, he was on this show, and again, they gave him a lot of love as he went in and helped do the renovation on CBS. This aired over the weekend. I think it was a repeat as uh, San Antonio Spurs forward. Uh, I guess you'll have a lot more time maybe in the offseason to to get back into the renovation and doing barbecue grill and improving, huh? Very cool. Very cool. Absolutely. Now, we don't talk a lot of NBA with you. I know at one time you were kind of a Mavericks fan. How's the NBA standings looking these days for you? Uh, yeah, I'm going to be honest. Uh, I have no idea. Isn't Dirk retiring this year? Yeah, he's done. Yeah, he's uh, he's kind of wheeled around like a mascot at this point. But, uh, no, it's it's been a while for me. I'm not going to pretend. I, I have no idea. Um just no clue see that's the kind of honesty i give you i'm always going to be honest with you John. yeah you were a mavericks fan when it wasn't cool to be a mavericks fan and i'm not sure it's cool right now (laughs) no 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 i probably not anymore but yeah no i was i was when i was younger whenever they were uh futilely trying to do something but yeah they had some good times you know seven eight years ago and uh yeah, you know, I just kind of I got other things going on now. Oh, okay. Well, the Mavericks, I guess, will be okay without your support. Darn yeah, you! I think they will. I think they will. And I don't think you became a traitor. It's not like you started pulling for the Rockets or something like that. No, no. I just kind of not at all. Not at all. I'm um, definitely not a front runner type like that. I just kind of don't pay attention to the NBA at all anymore. Things well, happen. You, it, know, you get it, older. You change. If you, know? you did pay attention to the NBA, by the way, this is the final week of the regular season and the playoffs are about to start. I don't know if the Spurs are going to make it or not. We actually mentioned on Monday's show how in the Eastern Conference it's a really quick and tight race going on with about four teams trying to get the final two spots. So enough NBA madness. Probably NBA and barbecuing probably don't go all that well together anyway, right? Well, I, you know, not necessarily, but if you are a hardcore NBA fan, there's 82 games in every season. So theoretically, <laughs> that's 80, 82 chances to cook, right? But yeah. no, I, yeah, I don't know. Well, hopefully Mr. Aldridge and his effort to help out his old high school coach, that renovation went well. But what the coach had out there, Matt, was it was kind of your El Cheapo grill that you might buy at the gas station. And so they they put in the kind of circular smoking looking deal and they put it. What was neat about it is they put it in in kind of encircled within a table. So the grill was part of a table. I'm sure you've seen something like that. Wow. 
I'm trying to picture it in my head. Circular. Uh, it, it was like a almost like one of those crazy things that they sell all over the place. Okay. I, I can imagine. So that would be kind of a yeah, like a like definitely a grill. So you've got a table around it. You've got the grill in the middle. Is that right? Yeah. Well, the, the grill's kind of over on the right hand side of the table. Okay. They've got a big okay. circle cut out in the table. And oh, they, I got and, and that's for food preparation and all that. But when I saw it, I'm oh, like, hey, geez. is that not scary to have a grill right beside a table or part of a table? <laughs> I, I guess you learn real quick. You know, you, you got to uh, you got to stay away from it, especially if it's hot. But no, that would be really, uh, really uh, handy. You know, you prep your food, goes right on the grill, comes right off. There's no. There's no balancing uh, large pieces of meat on tongs like I do coming into the kitchen. You know, sometimes sometimes a dog may get a piece of meat that it wasn't supposed to get. So uh, that's pretty cool. That's actually pretty um, uh, efficient and handy. What, like what, one of the, what does the barrister do when you have preparation and you're out grilling? Do you have a kind of area outside at least next to the grill? So I've got, yeah, we're we're kind of uh, spaces at a premium where I live. Uh, we live in an old house on a small lot, and uh, so I've got I've got three grills out there, and uh, I've got a charcoal grill, I've got a smoker, and then I've got a, a gas grill for uh, quick stuff. So I've got them all out there, ready to roll, depending on what I need. And I'll be honest, you know, I will typically not think that far ahead. So if I've got a steak out there. I will typically look around and realize that I did not bring anything out there to transport it. So I will generally use the old, the old tong balancing deal where I'll scoop both steaks up on tongs and I'll run up the ramp into the house and <laughs> put it on a cutting board. But if I'm thinking ahead, I will bring out, I've got a little uh, prep table thing out there that goes next to the charcoal grill. I will actually bring stuff out there, a little foil pan or some uh, butcher paper or something to kind of wrap stuff up. In. But uh, I've been known to, say oh my goodness uh, this piece of steak this steak is done it's got to come off right now and here we go scoop it up and let's roll so that's a confession day i guess well confess one more time why three grills what's the difference between the three yeah very very important uh gas grill uh, very very quick uh, instant heat um you know if you want to cook a a flat piece of meat, a pork chop, a steak, a burger. Uh, the gas grill is extremely, extremely um, convenient. But, uh, of course, the flavor is different on a gas grill. You don't have any charcoal. And the way the fat hits the uh, hits the metal does not give you anywhere near the same type of flavor it does when the, when the meat fat hits charcoal. So uh, that is purely a convenience uh, grill right there. When it's, you know, I got 10 minutes. Let's let's make it happen quickly. Uh, charcoal grill again is, is kind of, uh, you just, you grill just like you would have on a gas grill and vice versa, but it's, you use charcoal in it. So you get that charcoal flavor and you might not think there's a big difference, but if we sat down and, uh, I gave you a big old bite of a hamburger that was cooked over charcoal versus one that was cooked on a gas grill, uh, you might like both of them, but you would be able to pick out the charcoal grill immediately. So that that's uh, it's pretty versatile too. You, know, you can put things on the side and got to have that one. And then the smokers for barbecue. So we've kind of talked about the definitions of boards before. So large pieces of meat, rib, pork butt, brisket, you know, turkey, chicken, big, long, low cooks for actual barbecue, not just grilling, is is what my smoker's for. So a place for everything and every meat in its place. That's the way I got it going. Well, not everybody is 
lucky enough to have three grill options like the barrister of bodacious barbecue enjoys so we're kind of kind of envious of that and i'm also envious that i don't have this nba superstar coming by and doing a a home renovation lamarcus aldridge if you want to come by my house come on by by the way the show that he was a part of on cbs that we encourage y'all if you want to google it and see that backyard that he helped renovate it's called superstar renovation and again it aired over the weekend you probably could find it somewhere out there on youtube or something like that and if lamarcus shows up at your door you might as well put a big smile on your face he's going to be doing some good things there we will be doing good things with the barrister of bodacious barbecue when we come back we will continue talking with him about all things q i'll tell him about my visit to walmart over the weekend and i found some sauces on the shelf that i've just got to see if he's heard of them and get his take all that is coming up next as we conclude our tuesday y'all Hey, Dad, want to shoot some hoops? In a bit, buddy. I promise. Allegra knows that allergy symptoms can get in the way of enjoying the moment. I'll just play by myself. For outdoor and indoor allergies, get Allegra. It's the fastest non-drowsy allergy relief. It starts working in one hour, helping you break through your worst allergy symptoms with continuous 24-hour relief. Yes! Great shot, buddy. Let's play another game. You're on, Dad. Get Allegra and get back to the moment. Among single-ingredient OTC-branded oral antihistamines. Use as directed. You're catering a wedding, and the bride says, Everyone is raving about the hors d'oeuvres. My aunt was asking if you do corporate events. Now is the time when the right business card is essential, and Vistaprint can help. Head to Vistaprint.com, and you can customize 500 cards starting at just $9.99. You choose the paper, the shape, and the finish. Whatever your style, create a card that gives you the confidence to own the now. So head to Vistaprint.com and get 500 business cards starting at $9.99. Use promo code 7474 at checkout. That's Vistaprint.com, promo code 7474. Credit products are made by WebBank. Rates and terms vary based on credit history. Amazon is not a sponsor of this promotion. Other restrictions apply. See website for details. How did I get into credit card debt? A trip to the emergency room. Car repairs. (sighs) Moving expenses. There's a million ways to get into credit card debt, but one sure way to start getting out. Avant. Avant offers access to online unsecured loans from $2,000 to $35,000 at competitive rates and no extra charges for paying back early. Over 500,000 customers have experienced the convenience of a loan through Avant. No wonder Avant has an A-plus rating from the Better Business Bureau. The application takes minutes, and if approved by 4.30 p.m. Central Time, Monday through Friday, funds are deposited as soon as the next business day. And now Avant will also give you a $50 Amazon.com gift card after your first payment is made on time. To check your loan options and to get this special radio offer, go to Avant.com today and enter promo code 6565 when applying. That's A-V-A-N-T.com promo code 6565. Avant.com code 6565.
We're back. It's the final segment of today's Y'all Show as we discuss all things barbecue with the barrister of Bodacious Barbecue, Matt Hermans. I'm John Rawl. Hope y'all are doing well, and we are having fun talking Q and much, much more. Matt, I was at Walmart over the weekend, a place that you probably try to stay away from if I had to guess, right? Yeah, generally, yes. Okay. Yeah. Well, I'm sorry. Well, I was in there, and I had a little extra time to kill, and I noticed in the barbecue, I mean, at least when you are at Walmart, have you ever gone there and looked at all the barbecue sauces they have? Oh, man, yes. It's a big, uh, big business for sure. There's probably 30, maybe 40 different kinds, don't you think? Yeah, there's all kinds, and, and frankly, there was a brand that I had never heard of until I was in there over the weekend, and it was kind of a premium looking barbecue sauce it's called lily q's have you ever heard of that l-i-l-l-i-e apostrophe s lily's q no i have not but i would uh, i am a a barbecue sauce sampler i'd love to try it well the, the reason it caught my eye is they they had various different sauces to choose from and i'll just rattle off from their website what all they have available i am not saying it's good i'm not saying it's horrible i don't know (laughs) but at least from a packaging standpoint and from a variety standpoint lily's q appears to have it going on okay are you ready for this are you gonna be able to you gonna be able to handle this i'm braced i'm sitting down lay it on me all right again the site is l-i-l-l-i-e-s-q.com lily's q.com they have hot smoky sauce. They have smoky barbecue sauce. They have Carolina barbecue sauce. And I know you want to know, like, what the heck is Carolina barbecue sauce? This, this is described as Western Carolina barbecue oh, so sauce. Okay, so that's what that's what this is, the Western Carolina-based sauce. Then, my favorite, you know what my favorite is. I know it's coming. It's yellow, isn't it? Yeah, it's called gold a tangy mustard-based sauce, and it's called South Carolina Mustard is the name of this gold mm. barbecue sauce. But again, I haven't had it, so I don't want to brag on it too much. But but Lily's keeps on going with their offerings. I mean, I got a bunch more to go through. They have something called ENC that's decorated in a nice North Carolina Tar Heel colored blue. And this is described as a Carolina vinegar sauce, hottest of its kind, not south. I don't know why they call it this. North of the Mason-Dixon line. And last time I checked, North Carolina was south of the Mason-Dixon line. So they might want to yeah. work on their product there. I was uh, I was wondering about that myself. I thought maybe that I don't know. Interesting. Maybe their maybe their company. Maybe Lily's is, is based <laughs> north of the Mason-Dixon. I think I so. Know. I think so. But I have to ask you, Mister Sauce Guy, Mister Barbecue Barrister, what is the yes, difference sir. between Eastern North Carolina sauce and Western North Carolina? uh ketchup right so the western north carolina sauce is kind of red uh, it's got okay. ketchup a little bit sweeter and the eastern is typically uh, essentially very very liquid like something you find at the skyline in very uh, very 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 vinegary all right well part of the reason that lily's q caught my eye was because right there on the shelf they had something called ivory barbecue sauce and oh, i bet i know what that is uh, you go ahead take a gamble I'm guessing that's kind of an Alabama white sauce. You got it. They call it the Northern Alabama white. And we're not talking about wine or champagne here. We're talking about barbecue sauces here on the Y'all Show. An ivory barbecue sauce from Lily's Q. A sweet tangy sauce. is a. It's a true Alabama white Q sauce with a pinch of cayenne. 
Did they have cayenne in the time that you've been in Decatur, Alabama, at Bob Gibson's? No, I didn't detect any cayenne, but uh, I do, you know, black pepper in there for sure. But, uh, I, you know, shoot, I think I like a little bit of heat, especially in kind of a creamy sauce like that. So that could be good. Yeah. Well, that's offered as ivory barbecue sauce. They also have bourbon barrel age smoky. Then they have zero sugar Carolina barbecue sauce. So I guess if you're on a diet, that might be a little bit better option for you. Then they got something, Matt. I got to get your take on hot pepper vinegar. Where do you yeah. where do you find hot pepper vinegar style barbecue sauce? Yeah, that would be a uh, kind of a uh, North Carolina style sauce. So specifically, the first thing that comes to mind is kind of what I mentioned. Uh, uh, the Skylight Inn is very famous for their hot vinegar pepper sauce, and I would imagine that's kind of what they're basing it on. Very famous joint in, in North Carolina. They do chopped whole hog. And essentially, it's uh, vinegar and a hot sauce, like a crystal or a, a Louisiana or something like that. Uh, a little bit of sugar, uh, but all kind of mixed together into it. It's not, you wouldn't even think of it as a sauce. It's just kind of a squirting, uh, kind of a liquid, spicy vinegar squirt with some seasoning in there and hot sauce mixed into it. So uh, that goes right into the chopped whole hog. And uh, I would imagine that is what they're replicating because their fa- uh, skylight in that kind of area is very famous for that hot pepper vinegar sauce you can call it that they put uh, on the on the fatty pork that 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 hot vinegar kind of mixes with the fatty pork and a pretty good combination it's pretty fantastic so yeah that's want to give a proper shout out to skylight in and aiden a-y-d-e-n north carolina that's in the eastern portion of the state not all that far from greenville north carolina in the eastern section as we said of the tar hill state and this hot pepper vinegar is described as a spicy apple cider vinegar Mm-hmm. yeah i should have made that yeah clear that it's it's always going to be apple cider vinegar the distilled what you call white vinegar is just we just way too astringent really for any type of um, a sauce application anytime i use vinegar in sauce it's going to be apple cider it's it's tastier and it's smoother than that white vinegar okay and i have to ask you sound like a doctor here you're talking about astringent and things like that <laughs> okay dr Hermans, thank you stat yeah, come yeah. to back okay. to a stat sir now yes, sir. they also have something they offer called bloody and this is the bloody mix it's got a solid tomato tang with a healthy kick of pepper and this is i guess considered a sauce have you seen anything that combines tomato and pepper together as a sauce? I mean, it sounds like kind of a Bloody Mary mix, sort of. But, uh, yeah, I don't know. Uh, maybe that's kind of what it is. It's Maybe it's a peppery tomato-based sauce. I'll tell you what, that that kind of uh, kind of intrigues me a little bit yeah. because well, that's they, a little bit mysterious. Well, they call it a Bloody Mary mix, spicy Bloody Mary mix from Lily's Q, but why in the world would you – use them for making i guess i guess having the taste of a bloody mary and barbecue is that does that sound like a good thing i you know i don't know maybe it's good (laughs) maybe it's delicious it is a savory drink so you know you ever seen those bloody marys they got the whole uh whole rib sticking out of them i got a whole burger sticking out of them yeah i guess so yeah i don't know all right. Oh, well, that's pretty, pretty interesting. Yeah. Well, they, in addition to sauces, this company, and again, they're not a sponsor, but they should be of the Barrister's Report. They have rubs, and that's something you and I haven't spent a whole lot of time talking about. They offer a Carolina Dirt barbecue rub and a Q rub. 
are there certain areas of the south that you see rub used more often oh i would say no i would say any uh any barbecue uh from texas to virginia from arkansas to florida i say you would find some kind of rub uh okay. otherwise you you're just not going to get the bark that is kind of part and parcel of good barbecue which of course bark is kind of the dark smoky outer outer layer of meat which is, is very very emblematic of barbecue so no it's got to be some type of rub now rubs of course vary widely you have a very very sweet rub um you can have a uh, in certain parts of say central texas you have a dalmatian rub which is just white salt and black pepper um, but I mean, and then everything in between Memphis has, uh, rubs that they use just at the end. You know, we've talked about those before and those are kind of paprika, coriander, very savory type rubs. So yeah, rub is, rub is incredibly important to barbecue. Um, you might even say that you're not doing barbecue at all if you don't have a rub. So, uh, yeah, they, uh, it's very important and, and that's ubiquitous across the south and here Just you go with one another one of them fancy words ubiquitous here on the y'all show with the yeah. pr- professor of all things barbecue his phd is in barbecuing you mentioned that dalmatian rub now is that kind of an equal part salt and pepper or is there one of the two that's more common yeah um it's probably 60 40 uh pepper okay um, but, but almost almost 50 50 usually a a, a thicker grain salt um yeah i mean it's it's not not to say that that is the only type of rub that the people in central texas will use but that's a very popular rub just salt and pepper heavy and then smoke so yeah but obviously the dog's color is kind of the basis (laughs) really i never would have guessed that it's kind of you got me in the academic mode now i feel like uh you know pontificating on all these things yeah i like it i like i like (laughs) like to maybe Maybe a little smarter barbecue report here today with the Barrister Bodacious Barbecue. Matt Herman's our special guest. This is the Y'all Show as we close out our Tuesday show that's all about the South and all about barbecue. And by the way, liliesq.com. If you go to that website, in addition to offering great sauces, they have some barbecue potato chips that you can buy. They call them kettle chips. But they have great offerings like buttermilk, sweet onion, kettle chips, and hot pepper vinegar, kettle chips, Carolina Dirt Barbecue kettle chips also there. And I think it's a Yankee company, but if you've got a few extra dollars you want to blow sometime, you might want to check them out, see if they're any good. And you can find their product in some Walmart stores across the region, too, in case you don't want to go online and order. And that is our very nice uh sponsors un, non-sponsored sponsorship of lily's q how about that i like it uh and you got me interested i might have to go check it out myself well at least from a packaging standpoint i'll give them credit now it may yeah. it may taste like awful water when you get it but uh <laughs> at least from a, what i'm looking at and what i saw in a store which is a lot a lot a lot of marketing is just how things look matt i'm sure you no know that about it. yeah that's true did you that's learn true. that in your phd of barbecuing yeah, that's like that's like marketing 103. That's one of those junior level classes, absolutely. <laughs> well, I have to ask you, since you brought it up earlier, you talked about the the difference. You can detect the difference between a gas grill and a charcoal grill. Oh, yeah. Now, if I'm running a restaurant, how often do people have charcoal grills in restaurants? Um, not often, but uh, it does happen. So uh, typically... Uh, there typically you will know i mean if you've got a charcoal grill going you're going to see uh smoke uh, coming out because charcoal 
does smoke. Gas grills do not. So uh-huh. one, one that comes to mind, we've talked about before, and we've had kind of a, you know, a deeper conversation about whether it's barbecue or is it grill or whatever. It's kind of its own thing. So the rendezvous in Memphis is a unique method of cooking their ribs. But this charcoal, they essentially have these charcoal boxes. They put the ribs over the charcoal in kind of a bank safe type uh, method, which is unique unto itself. Um, but, yeah, that's a charcoal grill in a, in a kitchen in a restaurant, and you can smell it all across town. So um, usually nine times out of ten, any type of grill, I even use grill in quotation marks because a lot of times a restaurant will call a, a flat-top griddle a grill, which is a very different meaning than what, what we have. But it's always, always going to be a gas or even electric. So, uh, But you'll know it. You know it if there's a charcoal grill, they'll typically tell you. And you'll be able to smell it. Hey, it's kind of like being out in the old west when you saw a fire off in the distance. If you were a a person of uh, a tribe, you knew that. Uh, well, there's somebody over there. If I see a smoke yeah. fire, and if you're on the trail of the south looking for some good barbecue or some good even hamburgers and stuff like that, if you see smoke coming out of a building that's making food, chances are, at least from what you're telling us, professor. That's going to be a barbecue. That's going to be a charcoal grill in action, right? Yeah, well, I will tell you this. I'll go a step further. Yeah, if you're looking for barbecue anywhere and there's no smoke, you don't smell any smoke coming out of that place, you know, you might as well stay in the car because I don't know what's going on there. There's, you got to be, you got to be, to make barbecue, you got to be burning wood, charcoal, and all the above. So, yeah, no smoke equals turn that turn signal on, get back on the freeway. Yeah, but what if you want a good hamburger? I mean, can you can you get yeah. a good hamburger from a charcoal place that's around the south? Oh, well, you know, hamburgers. Uh, some people prefer a griddle burger, a thin kind of a griddle burger uh, that you just put on a on a griddle. Some people like them, uh, you know, charcoal grilled. But tra- hamburgers are very kind of subjective by the person. I know my dad, for instance, my dad loves a you know a thin kind of a griddle burger kind of crispy around the edges you know um i myself i like a fat uh charcoal burger you know a little bit pink in the middle you know very very different so um that is that's kind of based on your your kind of your taste preferences you know what i mean so uh burgers oof that's a whole different that's a whole different animal well does the same theory apply for burger joints as it does for barbecue joints i mean do a lot of burger joints use charcoal grills no, no, no. You're, no. In fact, I mean, yeah. If you have a, a mom and pop type place and they have a charcoal grill, that's that's fantastic. But none of the places you're familiar with that you would see along the highways and byways, none of these places are typically going to use anything, any charcoal. It'd be a at best, it'd be like a flame broiler machine, which is a, a gas flame. Ah. But typically, it's going to be a, a hot griddle. Okay. Well, thank you for ruining my day. I was looking forward to either a good bur- burger or, or maybe a hot dog, but uh, I guess I'll have just have to be looking on the skyline for a fire coming out of a barbecue <laughs> restaurant. Matt Hermans, we appreciate it. Again, the website for this Yankee company is lilliesq.com, and it's just a simple Q, letter Q. And you can go there, and if you order it, let us know. Our number, 803-816-1170. You can let us know if it was wonderful or if it was terrible. Hey, no problem. We, we just want to hear about it here on the Y'all Show. But, again, they get a thumbs up, at least, on the marketing side of things. Well, Matt, have a good rest of your day, and we will see you at a charcoal grill real soon, sir. 
All right. Fantastic. We'll see you next time. All right. Well, that will wrap up today's show. Reminder, tomorrow we'll have our country music spotlight. I got to talk to Precious about this weekend's ACM Awards. We had some big winners. We'll get her take on that. Plus, we'll have a whole lot more good stuff and an ACC spotlight coming your way on the Wednesday, y'all. So don't miss it. And again, thanks to Matt for being on. And in hour one, our special guest was Antoine Seawright, and he's a Democratic strategist, and you see him often on CBSN. Appreciate him giving his take on the 2020 presidential contenders. We'll see you tomorrow. This has been Y'all Talk With Us, Southern Accent. Allergy sufferers, my name's Nigel. As a wise and educated owl, I know the difference between what's wise and unwise. Suffering needlessly with allergy symptoms, unwise. Getting a free 10-day sample of Zizol, quite wise. Zizol is the allergy medicine that's just as effective at hour 24 as at hour 1, which makes getting a free 10-day sample one of the wisest things you can do. So don't be unwise. Be wise all and visit Zizol.com for your free sample today. Users directed. You're catering a wedding, and the bride says, Everyone is raving about the hors d'oeuvres. My aunt was asking if you do corporate events. Now is the time when the right business card is essential, and Vistaprint can help. Head to Vistaprint.com, and you can customize 500 cards starting at just $9.99. You choose the paper, the shape, and the finish. Whatever your style, create a card that gives you the confidence to own the now. So head to Vistaprint.com and get 500 business cards starting at $9.99. Use promo code 7474 at checkout. That's Vistaprint.com, promo code 7474. Wake up and text. Text and eat. Mm-mm. Text and meet up with a friend you haven't seen in forever. Hi. Oh, hey. Text and complain that they're on their phone the whole time. Uh. Text and listen to them complain that you're on your phone the whole time. Uh. Text and whatever. But when you get behind the wheel, give your phone to a passenger. Put it in the glove box. Just don't text and drive. Visit StopTextsStopRex.org. A message from NHTSA and the Ad Council.